0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Secret Keepers Club. I'm so, so happy that you're here. Thank you so much for joining in. Another week down. Another week down. Happy Monday. If you're listening to this on Mondays, I have some really exciting news for you, Um, guys. Well, I don't know if it's exciting, actually. For me, it's exciting. But um, I'm just so happy to be here. I'm happy to chit chat with you guys. You know that. I uh, am recording this on Sunday. My parents just left. We went out well, they came here. My dad was helping me with some stuff because I can't find a man to save my fucking life. And he was putting my air conditioners in um the windows for me because I'm 31 and and I repel men. So my dad had to to come out and help me out. And it's Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all the girlies. And we had lunch together, me and my mom, and my dad, and then we went out for drinks. So I'm <laughs> I'm a Michelada down, but the key to this story is the girl who made my michelada put freaking vodka in it. So I'm zooted. Okay. And I went out last night with my girls, you know, me, it's the summertime summertime. Carly is out and she's feral. Uh, and we love to see it. So, it's going to be a fun episode. You guys, first of all, first and foremost, I just want to genuinely from the bottom of my heart say, thank you guys so much for all of the support. The Netflix thing came out, uh, last Monday, and you guys have been so wonderful and supportive and nice. And just saying the nicest things to me, you guys really, really are such a great group. And, uh, I'm happy that you're here and and i really mean that from the bottom of my heart i'm not just blowing smoke up your ass you know it it makes me feel very special and and grateful to have attracted such a a great group of people to listen to this podcast so thank you so much and uh to you guys who tuned in on thursday night for my live spotify show i have to tell you and they're not i'm not like legally obligated to talk about this You guys, I'm telling you, that show was so much fun for me. I don't know what it was. For those of you that don't know, uh, last week, last Thursday, launched the uh, debut episode of this new podcast that I'm doing on Spotify exclusively. It's called Confessions with Carly. So it's a live show. It's 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, right? That's the math. 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific, and if you have the Spotify Live app, you can like chime in you can message in the in the um, like big group chat that's going on and you can call in if you want um nobody had called in this past episode but you guys feel free to call in I would love to chat with you um and it's all live it's you guys were so funny in that damn group chat we were doing fuck Mary kills I was cracking up I was like laughing out loud with how funny you guys were being I cannot even believe how funny you guys are it actually is like scary to me how funny you guys are just chatting and I love that feature I was not sure how it was gonna go just because like it was my first time I had used the app before um when we were like kind of when they were showing me how it worked but I obviously had never recorded because it was the first episode that I had done and I was kind of like oh I wonder how this is gonna go and it was so much fun I'm really really looking forward to doing it on Thursdays, um, and if you can't tune in on Thursdays, it'll live on Spotify. It's all free; like it's not like a you know special membership you need to have or anything. Like you don't have to pay for the Spotify Live app, um, and it's really, really just so amazing and so much fun. So thank you guys for tuning into that too. I I really feel um again very very grateful for the girlies. I'm grateful for the girls. Okay. Uh, I think I found an apartment to move into so I could get out of this shithole finally. And I got served papers twice this past week. What? Not me freaking getting served papers left and gosh darn right. My doorbell rings. This was like, I would say it was like Wednesday of last week. And I knew I was getting an order in because I got a tank top. Okay, I ordered a tank top. So I knew my tank top was coming and I was so excited about the damn tank top. And my doorbell's ringing, and I'm like, ooh, it's either a tank top, which is great news, or I'm getting served, which is not great news. And so I sneak downstairs, <laughs> and I hear on the other side of the front door, I hear him speaking on the intercom to my upstairs neighbor because my intercom doesn't work and he was saying I need the second floor I can't because he had come the night before and served them papers my upstairs neighbors but I was out because you know what it's summertime girls I'm out I'm drinking Aperol spritz and I'm getting numbers and I'm taking names okay so if you're trying to find me at night you don't know where I'm I'm Carmen San Diego where the hell is she she didn't we don't know try and serve me papers after 7 p.m okay So he came during the day because he learned his freaking lesson. But my neighbor had warned me, by the way, he's like, the guy who served me was looking for you. And I told him you weren't home. And he's like, he's coming back. So I hear him talking to the lady upstairs and he's like, I need the second floor. She goes, I don't really know what to tell you. And that's how, you know, my neighbors are, I fucking love these people. Okay. I'm so upset that I won't live in the same building as them because they really are great. She goes, I don't know what to tell you. She's not here. So I don't know what to tell you. And I hear him talking and I start to slowly, you guys like a cartoon, (laughs) like freaking Sylvester and Tweety. I'm slowly backing away like Elmer Fudd. Okay. And this motherfucker opens my mail slot. And I see see his eyes and I was crouched over like tiptoeing backwards. Which I'm sure looked insane. And he opens my mail slot and he puts his face up to it and he goes, What are you doing? And I <laughs> I <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. Because I screamed at the top of my lungs. And I went, ah, and he goes, Why are you screaming? And I go, because you're scaring me. I really wanted to just tiptoe backwards up the stairs back into my apartment because you guys knew my plan. My plan was I'm not getting served. Cut to this man opening up my damn mail slot At, a week after I saw that movie men, which if you, if you saw it, you saw it. And if you know, you know why that's scary. The mail slot. So he's like, you know, what's, you know, what you need to do. So I'm like, fine. So I take this stupid paper and I'm like, see if I care. I don't freaking care. Take me to court. They're like, we will. I'm like, sue me. They're like, we did. <laughs> I freaking love it, girls. I really, really do. But I found a really nice apartment that I'm excited to uh, move into. If I I find out tomorrow, I had to send them like a, you know, they're like, applying for an apartment is like, they're like, hey, we need 7,000 pieces of paper that you don't have access to. And you're just like, okay, sick. <laughs> the rocks I love that so I'll find out hopefully tomorrow or Tuesday if I if I get it but I'm ready for this nightmare to be over and and everyone in this building can kiss my freaking ass I was telling my parents when they were here my landlord came by and he's like you know because I have a deck outside he's like you know you really should be cleaning the pipe the drainage pipe the gutter on your deck i said that really he goes it's going into downstairs and there's always been a problem like the people who lived here before me had told me like there's something going on with the deck like it leaks into downstairs he's like it doesn't affect your apartment but just so you know like we had plumbers come there was like people coming i would say five or six times since i've lived here there have been people coming to clean to try and figure out a better drainage system so he's like you really should be cleaning out this drain this motherfucker This guy really is out here. Number one, having five open houses a week in my apartment. Okay. That's number one. Number two, he wants me to stick my arm down a pipe that's hanging outside. I said, that really sounds like a you problem. I said that to him, girls, because he's trying to take advantage of me because I live by myself and I'm a woman and I'm very, very young, as you all know. So he tried to take advantage of me. I said, sounds like a you problem, buddy. I said, I'm not putting my arm down a fucking pipe in the back on the deck. You're crazy. I said, it seems like something you probably should have got like fixed like 10 years ago. And then he threatened me. He said something to me that was very threatening. And I said, listen, I got time. You want to go to court? Let's go, baby. Because I got time and I got a lot of cute outfits that I've bought just in case I have to go to court one day. They're not everyday outfits. They're court outfits, okay? I have a lot of blazers that are just begging to be worn. I got a summer blazer. It's linen, okay? Anytime of year, I'm ready for court. That's one thing about me. So I don't know. I don't care. I'm done with them. I'm done. Anywho, I'm rambling now. I love my girls. I just wanted to keep in touch with I, I just wanted to keep you guys up to date. I'm not cleaning the damn gutters, okay? they got to be out of their mind with that. And my parents were saying, my mom was like, I cannot believe how shady and snaky they are. I'm like, yeah, I feel like that's like a landlord thing. I've had a couple of landlords. I mean, I've lived in a million different apartments, like in the last, you know, God, 12 years, I've lived in a lot of different apartments, but, um, I've only had a couple that I really, really liked everyone else. They're the worst. They really are. Maybe it's different other places in New York, but they really don't give a shit. Um, but hey, hopefully I'll get this new place and then you guys can all come over. We'll have a house for in Secret Keepers Club. Um, all right. Let's get into, you know what I want to talk about? And this might be the that I that makes me want to talk about this. But I might have a little conspiracy theory that I feel like I saw in the news this past week. Uh, by the way, you guys, I was going through the emails for this week, and I got an email from the cut saying that they wanted to interview me about babbing. <laughs> and I'm like, I would love to do that. <laughs> so that's very interesting. Um but what was I gonna say? Oh, something—a conspiracy theory it doesn't have to do with vabbing. But I don't know if you guys saw this research. It was on the news a couple times this past week. I saw maybe one or two articles about it about this test that they did, this cancer test that they did at Sloan Kettering um, that had they were testing this uh, medicine. I don't know if it was a pill or what it was, but for cancer patients and everybody that did the trial. of them were cured, okay? And that's like the most unbelievable development we've had definitely in cancer in history and maybe even like in medicine, like that is unheard of, okay? It's amazing. Why are more people not talking about it? That's what's shady and that's the conspiracy I have because I'm like, I only saw about two articles about this uh, test that they ran and yet I had to look at Amber Heard's face every day for three months against my will. What, what are we putting in the news? And I really hope this isn't the case, but I just have a bad feeling about it. I think the development makes big pharma uh, nervous. And I think that they're going to, it's going to disappear. And I hope that doesn't happen. You know, who needs to get their hands on it is my baby boy, Mark Cuban, because he really is a good person. And I would trust him with the, with the formula to the medicine. He really should buy it. I'll DM him. I'll DM him. I'll be like, Mark, babes. I know what you're doing with the prescriptions. He has that new amazing thing that gives you prescriptions for very affordable. I heard it's great. I haven't used it, but I heard it's great. Um, I've been seeing a lot of people saying, like, wow, this is really amazing. They got their medication that used to cost them so much money. And it's very affordable, like 20 bucks, you know? Um, so we love Mark Cuban and I hope that he gets his his. You know, billionaire hands on that because what a shame it would be if we never hear anything about this again. And I hope that doesn't happen. But again, we, I got a notification last week. Amber Heard breaks her silence for the first time. I said, she's never broken, she never shut up. I've been listening to her and Johnny Depp talk for the last three months and I don't even care about them. She breaks her silence. She did an interview and then I saw a clip from the interview and she was like, this is the same man that convinced you all that he had scissors for hands. And it's like, girl, that was a movie. Like, no, none of us were like, wow, that guy really has scissors for hands. Nobody thought that nobody, not one of us. And I will speak for the entire club. Not one of us thought that, but I'm like, it's not hearing from someone for two days and then talking is not them breaking their silence, you know? Uh, I do, I do want to get to these emails that you all sent into secret keepers at gmail.com. Uh, you know, I love to hear from you. If I don't get to your email, please like uh, bump it up, like resend it and I'll get it the next week. Sometimes these things, as you all know, I say this every week, they slip through the cracks. So, okay. This one says ghosted man, child, honestly, great title. Uh, hi, Carly. Right off the bat, I just want to say I love you so much, and thank you so much for being such a joy. Oh, my God, you guys are being so nice to me. I'm going to cry. Bring your bright spot to my Monday mornings. Also, I apologize in advance for how long and rambly this may be. I need your advice slash hot take on the following situation. For a little background, I was finally get, getting back into the dating scene after thinking I would never get over my toxic ex for about eight months after the breakup, and I've been going on a bunch of first dates that never really turned into anything. However, surprise, surprise, I went on a few dates with a new man and I was actually starting to really like him. In parentheses, a big deal for me because many of the first dates I've recently gone on almost immediately, I get the ick because most men are truly the worst. And I'm just going to interject here. Yes, 100% girl. I'm with you on that. I get it. It's so funny because after dating for a little bit, (laughs) after dating for a little bit, going on a few dates with a few people, you're like, oh. Am I broken? Like, is it me? Can I not feel things for anyone? And then you like meet one guy that you're like, oh, no, wait, I actually like him. I'm not broken. Uh, okay, so. She says most men are truly the worst. So this new guy, he's 30. I'm 25. He has a nice grown-up job working in IT as a software developer. Took me out on three nice dates over the course of two weeks with drinks, dinners, brunch, all paid for by him. Okay. Okay. We love an IT developer. Whatever he's doing, we love to see him clanking the keys. Okay. Okay. On the third date, we had a cute little brunch and a cute little walk around the park, and we went back to his house for a cute little hookup. LOL. We love to see it. Uh, After we slept together, we laid in his bed, holding hands, cuddling, talking for three or four hours, being very cute and couply. and he asked me what I was looking for slash where I saw this going. I said I was looking for something more long-term, and he said he was looking for the same. So all was good. We were in contact texting the next few days. We didn't see each other and we had plans for the fourth date last week. He unexpectedly canceled because he said he had quote unquote food poisoning and we rescheduled for a few days later. He said he was going to join me out with my group of friends to celebrate a birthday. Long story short, he canceled at the very last minute possible and didn't come out because he had a rough day and he wasn't in a social mood in parentheses which I do get. I'm sometimes that way, but really you couldn't give me a little heads up earlier in the day. Uh, Anywho, so I go out with my friends, have a fabulous time, but unfortunately have a few too many vodka sodies. And I drink, I drunk called him twice that night and left him a cringy text message that said, sorry, tried to call you, no worries for not picking up. (laughs) I just want to say women Women saying no worries, it's like there's so many worries. If a woman is saying no worries, like we should coin the term and like trademark it, no worries if not. Like if anyone other than us says no worries if not, they have to pay us because we've coined it. We've coined it. The amount of times I say no worries if not, and I mean very worries no matter what. Very, very worries. Okay. Uh, She says, LOL, embarrassing, but pretty fun and silly and quirky if you ask me. Well, he doesn't call, uh, who doesn't call a girl like that back? That was two days ago and I haven't heard from him all since then. I haven't been ghosted by somebody I like in a really long time, so this hurts almost as much as walking away from my recent two-year-long relationship. Tell me why are men and how do I stop feeling sad about a man who won't even text me back? And then she gave a follow-up email. So this was, uh, let's see how, okay, so the next day she sends a follow-up email saying update I got before you could even read this on the potty he basically told me he saw his parents and that triggered him for some reason into needing to immediately change his mind oh not him being an exhausting and not wanting to hang out anymore he said his quote unquote family situation was so bad and draining that he needed to continue isolating like what I repeat why are men screenshots attached for reference we love a screenshot and she did not blur his name out I will find him Okay. I will find him on IG. Uh he said I'm heavily influenced by family things. It was nice to isolate. I don't really see that changing anytime soon. She says, "Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Got to take care of yourself. You don't see needing to isolate changing anytime soon." And then she said, "Well, anyway, I'm here if you need somebody to vent to. It was nice getting to know you a bit. Thanks for the heads up. Hope things get easier for you." Oh god. Then he says, "Morning. Thank you for understanding. I appreciate your concern for my well-being, but unfortunately, I don't see the craziness ending anytime soon. I'm still trying to isolate. What what does he have, fucking COVID? Uh, What do you need to isolate for? Are you quarantined? Is there something you're not telling me? Need to isolate. And mend myself through the proper channels. Oh, God, not the channels, girl. As best as I can. then she says something back to him being very nice and understanding. And he said, I think it's for the best. You're a great person, but this family issue is taking all of my mental fortitude. Oh, this guy sucks. I wish you the best. And hopefully your summer and surgery rehab will go great. Okay, girl. First of all, did you get surgery and not even mention it because you're too worried about this guy? What surgery did you get? The fact that he's like, my family stuff is really just like my mental fortitude, but also good luck with your surgery. It just, it's all right there. It's all right there. You want to know what? We try and do the best we can. And sometimes like we tread slowly when we really like someone and we're like, okay, wait a few dates. Like, you know, people have the three date rule to hook up with somebody. And I say this all the time. It doesn't matter if somebody has their intentions in their head that I'm not looking for anything serious with this person. I just want to hook up with this person. They'll wait the three dates. They'll do the five dates. They'll do 10 dates. They'll do one date. Whatever it is, they will wait the amount of time for them to get what they want. And always it ends like this, okay? he's. You did nothing wrong. Don't take it personal. He spared you. Anytime somebody doesn't make you 100% their thing, like in a relationship, if it's somebody that you're looking for a relationship with, And to me, it's, listen, if people don't want to be in a relationship, God bless, like that's fine, but be open and honest with me. If we're going to talk about it and you're going to say, yeah, I'm looking for something serious too. And the next day you got to isolate what's going on. Be honest, be real with me because I'd rather that than be confused. I think a lot of dating now, it it just turns into confusion when it could just all be solved and so much easier. if everyone was just open and honest about it. How hard is that? That's why I'm just like if I don't know for a fact, if I even have to ask, I'm out. Because that tells me everything I need to know. If if you're not in my face, you're behind me. That's it. I'm I'm driving. If you're not being open about how you feel, then I'm I'm out. That's the way we just kind of have to be now because I'm like, I don't have time to be like, why didn't he go? I've done it before. Don't get me wrong. I've said the I girl, I've said the no worries. If not, no worries. If not, yes, worries. No matter what. It sucks too when it when you've been dating for a while and this is the first person that you've had feeling for. I get it. I get it. I've been there. I've been there. It feels rare, and then when you hook up, it feels like love, and it's you know, it's an emotional connection. We deal with things very differently than men do as well. You know, we connect on a different level, so it's just, it just gets so messy. But like, don't beat yourself up over it. It has nothing to do with you. And again, I'll say this a million times if I have to. Like, they're sparing you. Anyone that's not a hundred percent sure about you is sparing you. Bye. I don't want to worry. About you, about how you feel about me, you know. Um, it, it it just sucks. I would have probably stopped talking to him in general if he was like canceled last minute when he was supposed to go out and meet my friends. Because then it's also like I never want to look like a clown. You know, I don't want to be like, oh, I've done that before. Or, oh, this guy, oh, this guy that I'm talking to is going to come when we're when we're out. I'm so excited for you girls to meet him. I don't hear from him for hours. You're like, huh? You're making me look like a clown in front of my friends. You know? Don't give him the satisfaction. If he hits you up, do not answer him. Period. That's it. He's out. Bye. Go back into isolation. (laughs) You're a little isolation chamber. (laughs) Figure it out. And please don't come for me where it'd be like, oh, well, people go through things. I know people go through things. I've been with people who are going through things. I've gone through things and been with somebody and still given them the the respect of honesty. Instead of saying that I want something and two days later changing my mind. Who is that fair to? Just don't say it. Right? And then if you ever call them out, if you ever have a conversation with somebody and they're like, yeah, I want to be in a relationship, that sounds good. And then you ever bring it up to them. Sometimes they're like, uh, you're acting crazy. <laughs> like, why Why would you think that I would want to be with so? <laughs> you? You're like, because um, you said you did. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Is that, is that not what you meant? Oh, we laugh. You got to laugh. You got to laugh, girl. But there, there is, there is better things out. And you want to know what? I say this all the time. I'm like... I think the key to all of this is just having peace in your life, having a peaceful life that makes you happy. And that's all that matters. And everything else will fall into place. If you're coming from a place of, like, I'm, you know, you shouldn't give anyone the uh, power over you like that. To me, I'm like, I could date someone for a few months. And then if I never hear from them again, I'm probably just going to be okay. Like, I'm probably just going to be like, you know what? Like, I have two cats. Uh, they have. They're very fluffy. They're very nice. And I'm busy. <laughs> One of my friends uh was dating this guy. Hi, girl. I I don't know if you're listening to this episode, but hi, girly. She went on a date with a guy. She didn't hear from him for like. She heard from him very little for two weeks. I think they spoke twice in two weeks. And then he calls her and asks her out, and she's like, "Yeah, tell me where to meet you," which is the way to go too, like. He was like, "Oh, where do you think we should go?" She goes, "I don't know, you figure it out. Let me know where to meet you." Okay? And then she was on the date with him and she said, "I forgot about you." <laughs> she goes, "I forgot that you existed." And he goes, "Oh, you did." She's like, "Yeah, you haven't called me." And you want to know what she said? This is why I love her. This is why we got to just say how we feel, girls. Girls and boys, you got to just say how you feel. She said, um, I'm very busy and I'm dating a lot of people. <laughs> and when she told us that when we were having drinks the other night, my friend Priest goes, I'm changing my um, Instagram bio to that. <laughs> I honestly want to put that as my Instagram bio too. I'm very busy and I'm dating a lot of people. Sorry, Biz. We're busy. We don't have time. Um, okay. Uh-oh, not Stanley in the Trader Joe's bag again. So this one says, "Why are men?" Okay, we have an ongoing theme. Is something? Is it a full moon? Hello, Carly. I've always been a fan of yours ever since Girl Code. Oh well, thank you so much. I love your podcast. I know it's usually a place to talk about life and laugh, but I currently feel like I have no friends to talk about this to, and I'm feeling alone. No worries. You can read this email, and maybe others can relate, and I won't feel so ashamed and alone. And I wouldn't, but I wouldn't wish this on anyone. Oh, girl, I'm so sorry this is happening to you. Uh, Okay, so this Friday uh, that just passed, I went out with some friends for drinks for my birthday. I got super drunk to the point where I blacked out for parts of the night. And unfortunately, I don't remember some parts that I honestly. Okay, I'm sorry. But unfortunately, I do remember some parts that I honestly wish that I didn't. I don't know how I ended up dancing with this guy, but all of a sudden we were walking to his car. And I don't remember when I agreed to go home with him. And yes, it did happen in his car. I don't remember how I got him off of me, but a couple sent by God were passing by and this girl noticed something was wrong because she came to my rescue and got me back to my friends. And I don't know what she saw that caught her attention, but I am forever grateful for her because I don't know what could have happened next. I don't even remember this guy's face. I feel so ashamed in the fact that I had gotten drunk and allowed this to happen. It seems like it's replaying in my head, which I wish I could just forget about it. I'm sorry for the long email. I just needed to vent to somebody and currently feel like I don't have anyone to talk to about this. Oh my God, I'm, I'm so unbelievably sorry that this happened to you. And I I think in these situations, something that's very common, probably the most common feeling is feeling shame and you have absolutely nothing to feel ashamed about. I think that we do that thing. And I always say this to everybody, like, don't carry the burden of somebody else's mistakes. You can't do it. You'll end up like just beating yourself up over something that really was out of your control. And I know you're saying I got drunk. Well, people get drunk all the time. People get drunk all the time. That doesn't make it okay for things like this to happen. And I don't know the extent of it. I know you're saying you don't really either, uh, or what you don't know what this woman saw that had like brought up a red flag, but don't beat yourself up over it. Treat yourself with grace because this is something that is a hundred percent out of your control. And it was not something that you did. It is not your fault. And I will encourage you. I know that again, like you're saying, like you feel ashamed. I understand the feeling of like not wanting to talk to a friend, a family member, a coworker, whoever um, about it. I understand that feeling because it's just like sometimes things are really hard to say, you know um, but I would encourage you to talk to somebody about it, talk to a professional that way they have an unbiased, you know they It's not somebody that, you know, that you have to see all the time and that's going to, you know, you're afraid they're going to tell somebody else. Like, honestly, I think that it's really, really helpful to be open about it and um, and talk to a professional about it. Talk to a professional about it. These things, as heartbreaking as it is to even say this, these things are so common, um, which sucks. It really sucks. But this stuff happens, unfortunately, all the time you know um and there's nothing you can do to to have a different outcome unfortunately it's just a horrific thing um but don't please please don't beat yourself up over it and please talk to somebody about it whether it's a friend whether it's a professional whoever um i think that that's really helpful because you got to let it out you just got to let it out otherwise you're bottling it up and and again, like carrying somebody else's mistakes on your shoulders when who even knows who you don't even know this guy's name. He He's just walking around, you know. That's what sucks about it, too, is like, is he worrying about it? Is he worried at all? Who? It, it, that's what sucks. Some Sometimes you just like. Hear these things and you're like, where the fuck is, you know. Where's he? He's sleeping. Okay. That's not fair. This is just another thing to like, and I know we all know this and I know this dates back to when we were in school, when we were like young kids, but please have your eyes on your friends at the bars too. If you're out with your friends, you guys are dancing, whatever. You got to have a little check-in with everybody. Make sure you know where everyone's at because these things happen and these people prey on girls that are drunk, right? Because they want to take advantage and it's not fair, but we got to have our eyes out. Um, but please keep me posted and reach out to me if, if you need anything, I'm going to email you after, uh, I'm done recording. I'm going to email you and say hi, but don't beat yourself up over it. Um, this next one, hold on. Let me get to it. I think I skipped one here. What Stanley He's meowing because I think he knows it's Sunday and they get a special, they get a special, uh, they get uh, cat food that's fish on Sundays. They don't get it every day Um, because I heard that it's bad. It gives them like, I don't know, urinary tract infection or something. I don't know. How many times have you guys had to hear about my cat's pee and my cat's buttholes? Do not walk on my laptop, you freak. Love you so much. Everyone get a cat today. Hi. Okay, this one just says Cheesecake Factory. Hold on. Hi, Carly. My husband and I are on vacation in Hawaii right now, and we just came across a very fancy Cheesecake Factory in downtown Honolulu. Uh, I had to stop what I was doing and send you this email. I hope you can make it out to Hawaii one day to eat there. (laughs) And, and... Ooh, she sent pictures. It is very beautiful. Wow. They give you the flower necklaces. They give you the lays. Oh, I love that. That's a beautiful cheesecake factory. Honestly, I want to go there. There's flowers on the door. Wow. I definitely want to travel to Honolulu, Hawaii now. I, we love a cheesecake. Was, was the menu different there? You got to let me know. By the way, you guys, I really am flattered um, when you guys are like, oh, I just thought of you like this. Like, I was on vacation with my husband. We were at the Cheesecake Factory. Like, I had to take a picture. She sent me a picture with her and her husband in front of the Cheesecake Factory (laughs) in Hawaii. And I'm like, I'm so flattered by that, that there are like certain things that make you guys like think of me. And the things are always the best. It's always like, oh, I was at, like, look, I get messages literally every single day of you guys sending me videos of your garbage men. You're like, look how hot my garbage man is. And it's a guy just like flinging garbage into a garbage truck. Oh, I'm at the cheesecake factory. <laughs> this is what I got. It always just makes me feel so special. Um, okay. So this one says, uh, embarrassing bleeding. Okay. Hi, Carly. I don't have a question, but I'm at work and I thought of something so embarrassing. Not sure if anybody has said this before, but the most embarrassing thing is when you're mindlessly picking at a pimple or a scab on your face and think that nothing of it and you don't realize you're bleeding a little. I truly don't know what's worse. someone saying like, hey, you're bleeding a little and having to dab it in front of them or finally going to the restroom and noticing that you've been bleeding while holding conversations with your coworkers. I think I'd rather free bleed in my pants. (laughs) while walking around in public than have this happen to me. I guess I should just keep from picking, but my job is so boring, I can't help it. <laughs> anyway, love you. And I think about your little Long Island accent all the time. Oh, thank you so much. And very curious about the girl who sent, who said her ex bestie. Yes, I'm curious about this too. And we didn't get a follow-up on this because I checked. Uh, her ex bestie ate her couch and hope she upstates us soon. And then she gives a really good fuck, Mary kill. So you guys, like, I can't lie to you. Um, I do agree with this where I'm like, I think bleeding is so embarrassing. But also once I um, used one of those wispy razors, that's like for your, uh, like upper lip and your um, eyebrow. And I cut my upper lip and I was, I didn't realize. And I was talking to somebody and they're like, your, your upper lip is Bleeding. And it was like an emergency situation. Like I had it in my bag. I was looking in the mirror in a bar or in a restaurant, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like you know when you have one thing, you're like, "What the? Where the fuck did you come from? Why are you so much longer? Like, are you brand new? Did you just get here overnight, or have you been there for growing and and thriving for about ten years?" And then I went out, and they're like, "Oh yeah, uh, you got something on your face." it's blood. I was like, oh yeah, it's it's just a little blood. Never hurt anybody. We're fine. Uh, Okay. This next one says help calling in reinforcements. Hi, Carly. First, I got to tell you how much I love you and the pod. Oh, thank you so much. I have literally been a fan since the girl code days. And I often say that you raise me constantly and tell my friends that they have to listen to the podcast because it's hilarious and insightful. And they're all probably so over me talking about it. (laughs) But I don't freaking care. (laughs) Apologies for the long email in advance, but this is the shortest version of this damn saga that I could write. Okay, so anyway, I'm writing in because I need a little reinforcement that I made the right decision in cutting off this guy. To give some background, make a long story short, this guy has been floating in and out of my life for the last two years. We've never been in a real relationship, but this last time we came very close to it and then he freaked out and I made him have that what are we talk and he claimed he was scared of commitment and had to figure things out before getting into a relationship. Example, I think he was trying to buy a house, but I don't know if he wouldn't ever tell me and that's a whole other issue. Girl, did I read this email once? This was on last week? No, because you bumped it two days ago, so this couldn't have been on last week. Maybe I read it and saved it. Okay, I'm sorry if I um, thought I read this, but also I'm sorry if I did read this. We'll just see if it's the same, if it's the same thing. Okay. So basically, another combo I had, I said, good luck, God bless, I can't fix you. I was pretty heartbroken as I never had such strong feelings for a guy like this before, but I knew it was for the best. Well, fast forward two months, it's May, and he's texting me asking me what I'm doing this weekend. My response is, I'm literally graduating college. He congratulates me and says that he'd like to take me out when I'm back home and I'm free. This is mixed with replying to my snap stories with kissy emojis and sending me everything over into an overthinking spiral. And I eventually have to come to my senses and send out this text to him. I said, hey, I've been thinking about this since you texted me the other day and I just need to say it. While I think it's nice that you've reached out and whatnot, I am going to have to respectfully decline. For two years, you've been floating in and out of my life as you please. And honestly, it's got to stop. I think that you're great. And there's always something about you that keeps me coming back for more, but I really just feel like I'm very, like you're very unsure of yourself and what you want. You can't ever seem to make up your mind about me. So I'm going to make it up for you and say that I'm out. Good for you good for you. We can be friendly and I have no hard feelings towards you, but truthfully, I deserve a guy that's sure of me from the start. Yes. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Someone who gets it and someone who never leaves me wondering how he's feeling about me at any given moment. Oh my God. I was just talking about this before. I can't keep going through this cycle. So I really need to put an end to it. His response was, I respect that. Ugh. I will try my best to not keep in contact with you if that's what you wish. Shitty ass passive aggressive response, I know, but I'm just over here like, fuck, I kind of want to say something back, but I don't think it's really worth it. And I finally took a stand for myself so I could should just leave it at that. Um, what do you think of the text I sent? And basically I just need a little encouragement for what I did. Um, cause it really hard to cut cords like this. Also, PS, I love this guy and he never made me feel secure and sure of myself around him. And he was actually the worst communicator on the planet. Okay, girl, I'm always going to send in reinforcements for you. You've li- you've not said not one nice thing about this guy. You weren't like, we had fun. We loved each other. He was really nice to me. He made me feel good. He made me feel special. No, What is he bringing? What is he bringing to your table? What's he bringing there? Nothing. Don't let people just come in and out of your life. You're doing the right thing. And if he hits you up, don't answer him, girl. It's, you got to make your peace with it because a lot of times we hang on to these people who are like kind of floaters. Like that's a perfect way to describe them. They're, they're floaters in and out of your life. They come in, you guys hang out, you have fun. Then you don't hear from them for a little bit. And then they're dating someone. Then they break up and they hit you up again. And, oh, I missed you. I've been thinking about you. Yeah, okay. There's there's these people that are like that. And then we kind of have this like attachment to them because it's the ego thing. It's like the fact of like, oh, well, why doesn't he want to be with me? I'm really smart and I'm really fun and I'm really nice and I'm funny and blah, 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 blah. So we kind of, you know, we kind of feel like, oh, they'll come back around. I'm going to make this person love me, you know. But it never works out with those people. If you're not sure, then that's the best thing you could do. If he's not sure, if she's not sure, whatever it is, you got to tap out. Because we hang on to these people. And by doing that, you're closed off. You're closed off to other people that you might meet, to other opportunities that you might get. Your whole energy gets fucked up from somebody. I swear it. I swear it. You're not going to be able to operate like at a higher level, you know, just energetically. You're not going to be able to operate high, like ener- energetically. I really believe that. You ever go out with someone, you guys really like each other and you're all giddy, and then like you notice that people like you become a little bit more magnetic, like more people start talking to you, you get more compliments, somebody likes your outfit, this, this, and that. That's all energy. That's all energy. And then when you're with somebody that doesn't make you feel good, that doesn't make you feel special, you're kind of like just floating around yourself. You did the right thing. I'm proud of you. Fuck him. I think you're, what you said was great. You stood up for yourself. You, it was short and sweet and to the point and you sent him out and he'll be back. They always do. I swear to God, these, these guys are, they're like boomerangs. These guys. Um, okay. This next one says Coke zero and Hawaiian shaved ice. Fuck, Mary kill include Hi, Carly and the fur babies. So I used to be addicted to Coke zero and I was constantly judged for it because it was supposed to cause cancer. And then I came, then came summer and I stumbled upon this cute little ice cone shack in my neighborhood. And I pretty much replaced my daily treat of Coke zero with shaved ice, but guess what? There was supposed to be a small amount of antifreeze in the syrup. Ooh, is antifreeze good? Basically, I jumped from one poison to another. So the moral of the story is enjoy your treat, whatever it may be, because life is short. Ooh. And then there's a really good fuck, Mary kill. Thank you for sending these fuck, Mary kills in. Um, we're going to do these at the end, but I wonder if you were listening to the, uh, the live podcast on Spotify confessions, because somebody had said, I just tried, was it Coke zero? It wasn't Coke zero. It was like a new, it was like, Coke light or something. And I was like, what are we doing now? Can we just leave it at diet Coke and say, I'm okay with whatever is in this, because I don't know what it is. Hey, I like hard, high hard fruct- high fructose corn syrup, just as much as the next guy. Um, let's go into this next one. This one says, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. Hi, Carly, love you and the pussies lots since the girl code dates. Oh, thank you so much. I have a freaking response to a girl that wrote in last week about the breakup saying that the guy was loving her but not being in love with her. And I want to share my story and maybe give her some encouragement that it was the right thing to do. I'm literally going through the same thing right now, except we broke up in February and got back together in March and just last night broke up again. He said the same words to me that he loved me, but he wasn't in love with me. I know every situation is different, But let's all just listen to Carly when she says, if he's not 100% in, he's out. Yes, yes, yes. Let's get it. Tatted on my ass. I'm putting it on a tote bag. Okay? Tat it on my ass. If he's not 100% in, then he's fucking out. I say he's fucking out. Not even he's out. So background on me and my now ex. We've been dating for over a year and a half and practically lived with each other, but he never wanted to pull the trigger and have me moving completely. He has 50-50 custody of his two-and-a-half-year-old daughter, who I watched all the time um, whenever I wasn't working, and he was. I work in healthcare, so my days are off are sporadic and not the normal nine-to-five. Girl, I did his laundry. No, you didn't. No, because now I'm mad. Cooked and cleaned and literally all the wifey stuff. I didn't realize he was manipulative and controlling after we broke up until after we broke up in February. When we got back together in March, I told him that I wanted commitment and I wanted to be with somebody that was in love with me in order for me to be with him. Uh, That's where I should have just left for good. When we got back together, it was great, of course, at first, and then it started going back to the way that it was. There were so many stories I can tell, but I lost hope. Uh, but when I lost hope was at a concert we went to a couple of weeks ago, we live in Santa Barbara. Oh, I love Santa Barbara. <gasps> wow. You live in Santa Barbara. I went to a psychic there once and she scammed me, but it really is beautiful with all the mountains and the beach. I stayed in that fancy hotel on, um, on, I, I had a sponsorship with plan B, you know, plan B and, uh, they put us up in this really, really fancy hotel out in Santa Barbara. I was like, wow, I feel so luxurious. There was a pool, there was a beach, it was everything, everything beautiful there. You guys, you should travel there if you're looking for a place in California to go. And this episode is sponsored by, no, I'm kidding, <laughs> Santa Barbara. <laughs> um, okay, we live in Santa Barbara. Uh, therefore, the Santa Barbara Bowl is just an Uber ride away. My favorite artist was playing and he knew how much it meant to me. It was amazing and about 30 minutes before it ended, he left me an Uber to his friend's house. He left. So now I'm at a concert alone and what should have been such a great night is slowly tainted by him being an asshole. You better believe how wrong wrong I told him it was and he eventually genuinely apologized." Our relationship just started to become funny to me at that point, and I just could not be shocked anymore when things happen and then good things would happen, which caused me to have hope. We even started seeing a therapist that seemed like it was helping for a little. Uh, Fast forward to last night, he told me he would come over After his friend's birthday party and he just continued to stay out. When I called him at 10, I asked where he was and he quote unquote didn't remember talking to me about coming over after. He proceeded to break up with me over the phone instead of in person. He's 31 years old. He said we will have plenty of time to talk in person about this later. Uh, Who is we not him trying to control this relationship. Uh, He said. he hates being called out on his shit. I told him to come back today and pick up his shit or I'm throwing it out. He's supposed to be here at 8 PM and he will probably show up late. Like always in all in all, uh, if he hasn't committed, then we have to be out and we have to just move on. Please listen to mother Carly. (laughs) I promise you, I didn't write this email. (laughs) Also one time I shit my pants. Oh, I shit my pants on the way out the door to go to yoga. No, not to yoga. My favorite leggings are now painted. <laughs> I cleaned it up real quick, but my new pair of leggings, I just went to yoga and no one knew what had just happened 20 minutes prior to me doing the downward dog. Well, I'm glad it didn't happen to you in yoga. Girl, could you imagine doing that in yoga? And and I don't know if you guys ever been to yoga before. People are farting in there. People are really farting in there. So. Could definitely happen. I'm sure a yoga instructor would have a story or two, but I do, I do agree. You never want to question how somebody that you're with feels about you because it it does just give such an imbalance to the relationship in general. Like I'm doing all this shit for you and you're just like clowning on me. Okay. You know, and like I said, we've all done it because love makes us do crazy things and, and you get kind of like hypnotized by it or somebody's charmed you in some way. And then you realize that like, oh, wait, no, you're actually just a fucking asshole. Take all that shit away from it. He's just an asshole, girl. Let's let a, let somebody else, you know, deal with that. It's the summer. It's the freaking summer. Um, so it says, hey, it's me. Embarrassing hinge date story included. Uh, hey, Carly and the club members, it's me. And then they say their name, but I don't want to say your name because I don't know if I'm allowed to. Uh, I've been a fan of your Insta stories for a couple of years, but I recently just discovered the potty. Oh, well, thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for tuning in there. Oh, she's from Fargo. I thought she was going to be British, but no, she's from, she's from Scotty. Okay. Thanks so much. I drive a lot for work, so bod- podcasts are a big part of my day, and this one makes me L-O-L consistently, so thank you. Uh, I laugh so hard when you repeat yourself with the emphasis and love when you say b- <laughs> ba-ba-ba. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know what? You guys really do call me out on shit that I never, like I never really even realized that I say ba-ba-ba like that, and I realize now that I actually do say ba-ba-ba. Oh, God, not me saying ba-ba-ba. First, it was, oh, well, thank you so much. Now it's ba ba ba. Uh, well, thank you very much. Uh, dating out here is really hard and trying these days. I get easily frustrated because it's really difficult to meet people. Hearing all the secret keeper stories helps me feel better about mine. I went on a hinge date a couple months ago. We met for drinks and we were going to a music venue for a show. We had been there for about 15 minutes and the conversation was good. No awkward silences, nothing crazy. She said she needed to go to the bathroom. After about 10 minutes, I was like, she's either struggling in there or she's not coming back. No. Another 10 minutes passed. She never came back. Which one of you left this date? She never came back. Then the other four tables of couples around the table I was at just jumped in and started trying to make me feel better about the situation while I was waiting for the check. I was so embarrassed. Oh my God, no, this breaks my heart. I feel so bad. I want to go on a date with you. It's hilarious. Um, and now a story that I tell all the time. So it ended up working out. No, please don't feel bad. Whoever did that to you is an asshole. Oh, well, thank you so much for the laughs. Uh, P.S. I have a major crush on you. And here's a picture of me. Oh, okay. Okay. How cute are you? Well, which one of you left? Which one of you left this man in a damn restaurant at a music venue? That was not nice. That was not nice. Unless it's necessary. Don't just be leaving people on dates. That's so not nice. That may- that breaks my heart. Um, This one is called Maid of Dishonor. Dear Carly and the Kitty Cat. Hi, first of all, I want to say love you so much and thank you so much for teaching me how to function as a girl through Girl Code. Oh, well, thank you. Girl Code was such a fun show, wasn't it? Uh, I was recently listening to one of the episodes where you were talking about how embarrassing being married is. And I was like, oh my God, that is so true. Little did I know I was getting engaged the next week. Oh my God. Very happy about it, though. I still think that a wedding will be embarrassing. LOL. My question revolves around planning the same thing. How does one even pick a maid of honor or even a bridal party? I have tried to pick and I just find myself avoiding it. I have two best friends from home who, while they live far, have equally been great. Even picking between the two of them feels wrong. And then I have two friends from college that I live near. One of them Uh, made me her maid of honor and I think that would be great but I can see the other friend being super hurt if I didn't pick her Um, in my people pleasing mind I just don't want to deal I have no sisters only two stepsisters who again choosing between them feels wrong and my closest female cousin is a little baby and I would feel awful throwing that responsibility at her have you ever been to a wedding without a maid of honor or seen creative ways to get around it And while the whole seam thing's somewhat trivial to begin with, I really don't know what to do. I I understand where you're coming from. I also can't really ask my closest friends since they're all the subject at hand. Okay. So I could totally, this would be something that would drive me absolutely crazy. I will say I have been to a wedding that had no uh, bridal parties which I don't know if that's the answer because you do want to experience it with your friends and it's a special night. It's a special moment for everyone. Um, you know, it's exciting for everybody involved. And, and also the bridal party is very helpful. They plan things, they help you out and blah, blah, blah. Oh God. Not blah, blah, blah. But I understand. I would probably, like, if I ever had a wedding, maybe I would just go no bridal party because that's just what type of person I am. I can't plan it. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I don't know what to do. Everybody's yelling at me. I'm scared. And I just want to eat and get drunk. You know, you guys know me. But I'm sure there are creative ways to get through it. I think that... Because then you do want them to, like, experience it. I don't know if I wouldn't have a bridal party. I would just have... I would have my girlies, you know what? My girlies are going to, I'm having a bridal party. I just decided you guys, am I, do I have a boyfriend? No. Am I ever going to get married? Probably not. But do I, will I have a bridal party? Yes. I just decided that. And this was a big moment for me. So thank you so much for being here. But no, cause I just want to like have fun with my friends. <laughs> but I think, um, you could do a thing where you have a bridal party, but you don't have a maid of honor. You could just have a big bridal party. Is that what it's called? A wedding party, bridal party? You know what I'm talking about. There's got to be some way to go around it. But also, if you have a suggestion on this, I'm sure a lot of you listening have, have run into the same problem where you're stressed out about your maid of honor and all of that stuff. So send send it in and I'll read them next week. How's that? Put that in your pipe and smoke it. Okay. Um, so, stay tuned for the update on that. This one says, Why to men? Uh, Hello, Queen Carly and the two small children. I have written in before, and I'm not sure uh, about the rules on how many emails we can send to you, but therapy is expensive. <laughs> and I love your free advice, even if you don't agree with some of the girly's decisions. Like when we stay with men that are trash instead of leaving them for their dads. Yes, that would be really the number one thing. And I am recording this on Father's Day. So, happy Father's Day. Uh, But honestly, it's probably where they got their shitty behavior from. True. To reiterate, I moved across the country with slash for my man and I have no friends or family or comfort here. Uh, Before him, I had a relationship about five years or so ago. Him and I still talk purely as a friendship on that level, but. Oh, sorry. And he's been aware of this. One morning, he texted me a photo of someone we knew. I had left my phone upstairs. I don't feel the need to hide things. Then, of course, he went through my phone and found the conversation we were having and it got all upset about it. I tried to explain that this is a friendship um, since before we even broke up and I hadn't had a romantic feeling for him in years. Okay. Is there a part two to this email? Is there a part two? There was no send off there. There was no send off, but let's see. Maybe, maybe, maybe she got cut off and she accidentally sent it. I do that sometimes, you know? Oh yep, I accidentally sent this before finishing. (laughs) Okay. I knew that there was going to be another email. Okay. Sorry. I sent it too early. Um, okay. Hold on. I just got to pick up where I left off. One morning, he texted me about someone we knew. I had left my phone upstairs. I don't feel like I need to hide anything. He went through my phone. Um, I hadn't had romantic feeling for him for years, which he was aware of. Uh, he also had so many female friendships and even one that I always felt weird and uncomfortable about, and I still see them chatting on your favorite app, Snapchat. <laughs> I tried to put it in the same level as that, and of course, he thought I was trying to flip the script and put it on him, which I wasn't. I'm obviously fine with him having female friendships. My question is since I know you have friends with exes, and is something that you have, is he being unreasonable? Okay, I'm sorry. I know you have said friends with exes is something that you have. Is he being unreasonable? Uh, We have one day off together during the week and he's choosing to be a man child and ignore me and sulk and is telling me that he doesn't want to talk. I basically forced him to listen because that's not constructive and we're in our goddamn thirties over here. I get where he's coming from, but honestly thinking about uh, going to my ex, which he suggested I should do. LOL. Gives me the most icky feeling. Anyway, I love you. I wrote this on my phone, so I'm sorry if it's a jumble. Uh no worries at all. Thanks for writing in. Thanks for tuning in, you know? Thanks for tuning in. But it's so difficult with this. Like to so here's what happened. She Has a boyfriend. She's still friends with her ex. Her boyfriend saw that they were texting, which seemed to be, as far as I'm concerned, as far as we know, a very innocent conversation. They don't have any chemistry. They haven't hooked up since they were together, her and the ex. And now her new boyfriend uh, is upset. So there's a lot of different like levels to this, right? Like if you're with somebody and you don't trust them, why are you with them? Don't accuse me of doing something that I'm not doing. But also I think that if there's somebody that you have an icky feeling about, I don't think it's ever okay to be like, you can't be friends with this person, right? It's just not fair. People can be friends with whoever they want to be friends with, but you could just say like, I'm trying to put myself in his shoes, right? And just kind of flip it where it's like, okay, if it were me, And for some reason that bothered me, I don't know, I don't think it would, I don't know why it would, but if it did, I would just say like, listen, this person makes me feel uncomfortable and I'm not telling you to not be friends with them anymore, but you can do it, like, just do whatever you need to do so that I don't feel the way that I feel right now, you know, whether it's like, don't text as much, don't talk on this, don't talk on that, but also you're a hypocrite if you're Snapchatting, you know. Like Juicy Girl for 2069. It's not really fair. So it's hard. I think it's one of these things that like it's so funny because anytime a man has um done something like this to me, like they get so worried about someone, and then you and then like in your head you're like, that's not who I would cheat on you with. Like you just want to say that. Like no, babes, I would go straight up like that's not who you're not on to something. If I was going to cheat, it wouldn't be with him. I promise. (laughs) Is that not ever a thought in your head where you're like, that's who you think I would cheat on you with? Come on now. If, if you're going to do something wrong, do it right. And I would never cheat and I don't cheat and blah, 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 blah. You guys know me. But still, I'm like, that's they always worry about the completely wrong people. They're always worried about the wrong guy. You're like, uh, you're going the opposite direction, babe. Um, but if if you're with somebody that's constantly doing things like this, then I mean, that's gotta be exhausting too. I would just be like, you talk to your friends. He's my friend. Who cares? I'm adult. I'm an adult. I'm allowed to have an adult friendship with my friend, you know? Um I think that if somebody came to me that I was dating and said like it makes me feel uncomfortable that you're friends with like this person or that person, I would just say, "Okay, what can I do to make you not feel that way?" Like, I'm not going to stop talking to my friends, but if there's something I could do that like you feel like I was doing that makes you feel uncomfortable or you think that is inappropriate, please let me know and I'll stop doing it, but like you're not going to tell me I can't be friends with somebody, you know? It's just not fair. Um okay, let's get to these um Fuck Mary kills. Okay. Number one, instant noodles, brie cheese, Ritz crackers. We're going to, we're going to bang through these. Okay. Um, I'm marrying Ritz crackers. Don't ask me. Cause I don't know. I, I don't know why, but they're the best crackers in the entire world. And I will eat an entire sleeve of them in one sitting. So I'm marrying Ritz crackers. I'm fucking instant noodles. Cause you got to keep it spicy. And I'm killing brie cheese because as much as I love it, it's not marriage material. It's a little too pretentious to marry and it's not Fun, like if you're fucking, like it's nobody wants to fuck Brie cheese. Okay. So then the next fuck, marry kill is seltzer, april spritz, diet coke. Of course, you guys know me. I'm going to marry diet coke. I'm going to fucking Aperol spritz because, you know, we, we got a party over the summer and I'm going to kill a seltzer, which, which really is sad to see. Don't let them hear me say it, but that's what I'm going to have to do. Anywho, I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you all so, so very much. And you know, I mean it. I'm just, I'm saying it from the bottom of my heart. Um, You can tune into Secret Keepers Club, send in questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com. You can check my um, Spotify podcast out exclusively on Spotify live, eight Eastern, five Pacific on Thursdays. And then it'll release to Spotify a couple days after. I don't know the exact turnaround on that, but they will live on Spotify, which is very exciting. So you guys can join the chat. We'll all talk, we'll laugh. We're gonna have a little kiki, which I love. So I'll talk to you guys soon. Hope you have a wonderful week and we'll chat. Bye.